Hello, and welcome back to the Embody Your Brand podcast. Today is a special episode for the podcast, dare I even say a milestone episode, because I not only have one guest on the show, but I have two guests on the show. This was my first interview I did with two people at once, and there's just such a unique energy to it and just a fun conversation and and flow of ideas, and that's exactly what this episode is. I'm so, so, so excited to introduce you to these two lovely women, Haley Stathis and Kylie Russell. Now, a little bit of background on them before we dive into our conversation. Haley is an online business and marketing coach, and Kylie is her business partner who um, is a marketing and mindset coach, and together they run The Virtual Practitioner. It's a coaching company that helps wellness professionals create success online. So these women know all the things about marketing, mindset, growing and scaling an online business, and how to find success showing up authentically and, you know, having a partnership, which is also really interesting too. We dive into a little bit about their journey, how they found each other, and and what their experience has been like running this company together as a team, and how their personal brands have evolved to include each other. And it, it's just so cool. Such a great conversation. I wrote so many notes down as we were talking. There's so many light bulb moments, so many good quotes and inspiration. And I, I just loved talking to these two and having them on the show. And I know you're going to enjoy this conversation so much. So without further ado, please give a big warm welcome to our lovely guests, Haley and Kylie. Welcome to the Embody Your Brand podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Christensen, a brand strategist and creative director that helps service providers build high-touch brands that embody your mission, call in your dream clients, and amplify the impact you're here to make. From running a brand design studio to leading the creative team of an eight-figure startup, I've spent my entire career learning how to craft successful brands from the inside out. And now I'm here to share everything you need to know to build an in-demand brand. From strategic branding tips to powerful mindset shifts to conversations with guest experts, it's my intention to empower you with the most holistic resources and perspectives on branding so that you can build one that truly lasts. So let's dive in to the Embody Your Brand podcast. Hello, Kylie. Hello, Haley. And welcome to the Embody Your Brand podcast. I am just so thrilled to be speaking with you all today. How are you? Really good. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yeah, it's been so fun. And I I just mentioned this before I hit record, but you are my first two guests at once on the podcast. So I think this is going to be a really fun conversation. And I am so excited to just dive right in and pick your brains on your expertise and your magic. So let's just jump right in. Haley, I want to start with you. And I would love to hear from you a little bit about your background, how you had started this business. I know um, Kylie had come on and joined you and maybe you can like pivot there and and share your story on um, who you are, how you got here and what you do. I have a marketing background, communications, marketing, working in agencies and all the really fun stuff on like champagne brands and had a great time in my 20s and got very, very burnt out and ran to nutrition and naturopathy school to heal myself and then help to heal my colleagues that I could see around me burning out. 10 years, had my own practice, launched online programs, group programs, loved the idea of an online business in some way, shape or form. Did Marie Folio's B School many, many years ago. That was my first foray into the world of what could be possible online. Uh, And then when COVID hit, when the pandemic hit here, I did a typical COVID pivot and took my nutrition program fully online, but also started helping other practitioners to do what I had been doing. Suddenly they all needed to be online and they were very concerned about how to make that happen. I took my first cohort of people through a six-month program and everything just built from there. Kylie came on as my ads coach because I 
could figure out my own ads, but I knew I needed an expert. And straight away, I just loved working with her. And I said to her, would you like to be my partner? I don't want to do this on my own anymore. And yeah, the rest is history. We've been working together for two years or more. And it's great. Amazing. You're in the middle of this exciting launch happening soon. Um, and it's there's just so much going on. Kylie, what was it like for you from your perspective? Give a little bit of your background and share kind of like how you decided to jump on in with Haley and create this business together. Yeah. So it, it's been an interesting journey for me as well to get to this point. And it also is a bit of a culmination of everything that has happened before has been like the perfect storm to bring me to this point now. So um, once upon a time, I worked in newspaper advertising, believe it or not. It seems so old school these days. <laughs> um, and ironically, I hated it. I absolutely hated it. I hated the the hard sell kind of scenario. And then I spent some time having children and things like that and then came back into the workforce and had a health-based clinic as well. So I studied and became a nutritionist. And then in the process of learning how to market my own business, I came across this concept of running online courses. And so I took a course in how to run a course <laughs> and how to develop a course. And as part of that, I stumbled across Facebook ads and social media ads, and that really caught my interest. And so I kind of diverted down that path to learn marketing from an online perspective. And that absolutely fascinated me. And ultimately I ended up um, creating and partnering with someone before Haley uh, in a, um, a marketing agency business where we did Facebook and Instagram ads and emails and funnels and things like that. So we ran that business quite successfully for about three years. And during that time, Haley and I had made our initial contact and we'd had some chats about things. And um, anyway, at, at one point, would have been during the pandemic as well, I think maybe 2021, uh, we wound up this agency and I was kind of just open to whatever came next. And I was like, well, maybe I'll just go back into my clinic a bit. We'll see what, what comes up. And that was the point where Haley reached out to me and said, would you like to come and do some coaching in my program? And I had actually really wanted to move into the coaching space as well. So um, it's funny how things land. So I came in and did some coaching and then she made me that offer to come in and join her. And here we are a couple of years later and absolutely loving what we do together. Oh, that's so amazing. Thank you both so much for sharing a little bit of your background. And it's for the for the listeners listening to this, I can just tell even just watching them interact on here on Zoom as we're recording the podcast and conversations I've had with them, that you're just such a dynamic duo. Things that I've seen on Instagram and all that stuff. And it's just so fun to see that chemistry and to really see how a partnership in business can be successful. Because I think sometimes people can get scared of the idea of partnering with someone else. Did that ever cross either of your minds or were you both like, this feels so great. Let's just dive into this. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it, it didn't cross our mind that, it, you know, the fears didn't come up at all. Like, it was just, we, you know, it just felt right for me. I was sort of at the point where I was like, I just want to do this alone. I'd witnessed um, friends who had local businesses in the health and fitness space who who were a partnership, just how much fun they seemed to be having because it was two brains and not just one. And I knew I wanted that um, for myself. And with Kylie as well, it was just, it just felt right. The funny thing is it was only the beginning of this year that we actually met in real life, like hashtag IRL. <laughs> Up until then, we were truly virtual. So, you know, it's testament to say, you know, you really, not only can you have a partnership in business with the right person, but you can do it online and virtually as well. I and mean, we talk every day on the phone, text, Slack, Instagram, Zoom, like we, we, we search, where do we have that conversation where we, we let's go through every channel that we've possibly communicated on. So we're, we're in constant communication. Yeah, but it just felt right. The fun, actually, the one time, and Kylie, you'd probably agree because we tend to sort of think along the same lines, but it was when we put together our partnership agreement and the lawyer was like, okay, well, have you thought about this terrible scenario? And what about if this awful thing goes wrong? And we were like, oh my goodness, like, should we be doing this? This could be, if that was the only time that we thought, oh, what if somebody dies? What happens then? And it was all doom and gloom, but obviously you need to have all of those things in place. But other than that, 
it's just been easy. And I think that's because, you know, we have a very similar outlook on life as far as everything happens for you. There's a lesson in this really difficult time we might be going through. And I think too, especially with the changes we've made and the new thing that we've just recently launched as well in our business, we want the same type of business going forward. Right. You know what I mean? Like we really want, it's not one of us goes, no, we need to do it this way. And the others know this way. Like we're both very, well, what do you think? Or what do you think? And we're quite collaborative. I totally agree. I totally agree. And and having been in a business partnership before actually, and an online business partnership as well, um, which was an international partnership, actually, I, my business partner was in the States. So, um, so I knew that it could work. And I knew that I worked really well in a partnership as well. I loved the the concept of being able to bounce ideas off someone else and have that support of someone else as well. And I can tell you, it's so much easier being in the same country as well. So, and we have that opportunity to get together and um, and, and be in person together. And, and gosh, we had a good time when we did that and we can't wait for the next time that we are together. But um, I, I think there is that, that aspect of support that comes with having someone else, mm. whether it be just someone to bounce your ideas off or whether it be someone to vent to because you've had, you know, a, a bad day in the in the business or whatever. And, you know, when I say bad day, it's very relative. Like we never have bad, bad days, but it's just like, you know, the frustration that sometimes comes up when you're not getting where you want to. And right. there's someone there who totally understands what you're going through because they're going yes. through the same thing. So it is, it's fantastic to have that other person there with the same goals and the same dreams and ambitions. Oh, I love that so much. And and uh, Haley, I wrote down that you said everything happens for you. And I totally resonate with that. And and I believe that every, you know, successful CEO needs to embody that, needs to have that mindset. And as we've chatted before, I know that you two are so big on mindset. That's something that you help your own clients with. And we'll dive into that in a little bit. But Something else that I kind of wanted to circle back on as you were sharing your stories was, Haley, I believe you mentioning experiencing burnout and working through that. And I think that's such a common thing that people in service-based businesses, whether it be coaches, creatives, what have you, feel, especially ones that are so committed to their work and are just heads down, maybe mm. workaholics. I know I personally have experienced burnout and had to take a break from work once to heal through that. And anyways, I think it's just it's such a common thing that people go through. So I would love for you just to speak a little bit more to your experience on that and maybe some of the things that helped you overcome that. Yeah. Well, the first time I experienced burnout, the biggest thing that helped me overcome it was getting out of the situation. So taking myself out of that corporate hustle expectation and and look perhaps as you just said like it could be in my dna like i'm going to get to that point several times but i think i'm better now at recognizing oh i'm starting to feel a little bit like this it's now you know this is my own business right kylie and i have no one else to blame but ourselves i can't tell my boss is being really hard or <laughs> right. this is really demanding you know it's like okay this is i've created this problem so um i can get myself out of it so i think mindset is really the biggest thing other than obviously nutrition and medicine and exercise and sunshine and all of those sort of lifestyle things that are so important, especially for entrepreneurs like us. Like we're under fake lights right now. There's blue light coming from our laptops. Like we do need to do the things like physically get outside and take care of ourselves. But I think burnout really isn't it. You know, it's it's in your head, isn't it? So if you can change your thinking and change your perspective and sort of separate yourself from that need to have things go a certain way or, you know, measuring your success on outside factors. I think if it's things aren't happening, you know, as quickly as you would like or should all over yourself and I should be here or it shouldn't have happened that way, it should be this way. Like that's just a perspective. So I think for me, it's shifting my mindset around what's really important and just letting go of some of the attachment to how things should pan out. 
Right. Oh, I love that. I totally agree. And it's making me even think too about some, you know, misconceptions that I thought earlier in my career, which is like, I have to work more and work harder to yes. make more money and to be more successful. And that's just not true. And I think that's something that both of you would probably agree with as you're, you know, experts in building online programs and adding scalability into your businesses. And so I even think that hopefully over time that message is getting out there more in whatever way makes sense for, you know, each person's individual business. But there are other ways <laughs> to be successful and you can do it and and grow a business without killing yourself in the process. So yeah, thanks for touching on that more. I just, I just love, I think, talking about that. And of course, like you said too, even just being able to identify the beginning stages of something like that is really helpful. And in order to do that, you have to be present, you know, you have to be aware and, yes. and um, yeah, just, just have that intuition with yourself too. I was going to say, actually, segueing into Kylie, having again, having a business partner, um, I think it was a, the earlier launch we did this year, I went into what we call and what our coach James Wedmore calls launch free fall, where we hadn't yet closed the doors and the numbers weren't where they should be in my mind. And I was like, I went into control, fix it, hustle mode. I doing big crazy hours messaging Kylie on the weekend at the soccer sideline with my kids sport like I broke all of my own rules around life balance and it was Kylie's loving motherly voicemail that she left me that was just like Haley what are you doing working on the weekend put your phone down and just this message and even her tone of voice she was using I think hypnotic language patterns I'm sure <laughs> of it I lit my whole nervous system just went Oh yeah, that's right. And it, you know, it was the gentle slap around the face in a way. And so sometimes I think having either if you don't have a business partner, having a business bestie or being in a mastermind and and being really open and vulnerable and sharing your feeling, someone else can step in and go, "Hey, do you notice that you're doing this? This is burnout. You're get heading down that trajectory again. How about you, you know, put some things in place so that you don't burn out?" Right. Kylie, for you, two questions. One, can you like call me and leave a similar voicemail so I can listen to it? <laughs> She's amazing. <laughs> sure. Um, but seriously, no, but I, I agree. Uh, but I was going to ask you, Kylie, too, because I know mindset is such a, a big part of your approach to coaching and, and why you love coaching so much. How how did you discover that for yourself or or develop, um, you know, the, a healthy mindset or find these tips that you now teach other people in your program yeah an interesting thing because I think for years I've danced around this concept of mindset and and told myself that I'm taking these approaches and I'm doing these things and one day I kind of had this realization that I was talking the talk but I wasn't really walking the walk <laughs> um, and it, things really changed for me um, in 2020 actually um, and it wasn't due to the pandemic. Surprisingly, it was just the the perfect time for it. And James actually, James Wedmore had actually sent out an email. And for a while, I'd, I'd kind of been, I'd sort of put him on the back burner, I guess. For whatever reason, this email caught my attention. And he was actually promoting a, another program, not his own program. It was a program by Jim Fortin, who runs the Transformational Coaching Program. And he was promoting a masterclass about... Um, how the law of attraction repels money. Yeah. And that really caught my attention because I'd been very interested in the law of attraction for a long time. I was very right. interested in making money as well. And I'm like, wait a minute, what's going on here? You know? So for whatever reason, I, I do, and it was a paid masterclass as well. It was about a hundred dollars. And normally I wouldn't just jump into something like that with someone who I don't know, but I did. And I remember watching this masterclass and just knowing that I was going to work with this man, with Jim Fortin. <laughs> and so um, it's funny because he was running a, a particular launch style that James actually teaches where it, it's it's um, a kind of like teasing the carrot so that people are almost begging to join your program. And I actually acted that out. At the end of this masterclass, I was like, 
but wait, where's the invitation to join? Like, right. re- take my money. <laughs> I had no idea how much it was. I had no clue about any of it. I just knew that I had to work with this man. And so he was like, you know, in a week or so, I'll open my program. And I'm like, but wait, what if I miss out? You know, and I'd emailed his team and I'm like, how can I join? And <laughs> it was so funny looking back because, you know, these are strategies that we use in our business now. But anyway, I joined Jim's program, which was 12 weeks long. Um, and he presented so many concepts, so many different ways of thinking about things that really got me looking at the whole mindset concept and different perspectives and how I could take some of those tools that I'd learned from him and use those with my clients. And so I started practicing doing that and surprise, surprise, it worked brilliantly well, right? And it's funny how we often, we we teach what we need to know ourselves. And so in practicing doing that, I actually got more back myself as well. For, and I still do to this to this day. So many times I find myself on a coaching call talking with one of our clients and telling them and and going, oh my gosh, I'm saying this just as much to you as I am to me because this is the advice that I really need to hear and follow right now as well. So um, so I think that was a real turning point was actually being in Jim's program and I went on to be in his year-long program um, and then got into James Wedmore's program. And he's very much a business and mindset coach. There's a real um, focus on mindset. Um, and I've done other programs since as well. So because I know and I've experienced for myself the incredible difference that it makes to do this work for yourself. And sometimes it's not easy. Sometimes it's downright hard, right? Facing yourself can be one of the biggest challenges that we have in life. And yet our businesses are a reflection of ourselves. And so if you work on yourself, you're actually working on up-leveling your business as well. And it's been quite an incredible journey to come through that process. And I I feel like, you know, maybe it's a journey that never ends. There's always another level or another layer of the onion, but it gets more and more fun as you go along and you see things starting to happen. I love that. I love that you mentioned it being fun because it can feel so heavy sometimes, especially if you're working through something that feels like it's persistent or a pattern and you're like, how can I break through this? But I love you phrasing it that way because then I also think that maybe is another mindset way to think about mindset sometimes, right? Is that this is helping us. It's light. You know, it should be light and it will be lighter as we go on and, and do the work. So, oh, I love that perspective. I think that's just so fascinating too. And I think on the topic of online programs, because you've invested in programs, I've invested in programs. I love like learning and stuff like that. Like, and you teach others how to do that as well. Why, why do you think that those are so successful? Like, why do you think an online program is a successful business model? Um, Yeah, just, just would love either of you to speak to that. I think partly it comes back to something that you said earlier about that belief, that limiting belief that we have, that we have to work harder in order to make more money. And to me, work harder means work more hours, work longer hours, really have that skewed work-life balance. And I actually didn't realize that there was a different way to do it until I got introduced to this concept of of on, working online and leveraging your time online. So you can work one-to-one with someone and get paid by the hour, but I think it's escaping that exchange of dollars per hour that really sets you apart um, and allows you to leverage both your time and the money that you receive for leveraging your time. It also allows you to create a bigger impact in the world as well, because we only have X amount of hours in our day. We can only reach X amount of people in those set hours. Whereas when you're leveraging your time, then you've got really an unlimited capacity to impact more and more people in the world. And working online allows you to do that even more because you can, obviously you can do uh, like an in-person group program, but then you're limited still to the people who live in your local area or in the area where you're presenting that program. When you then come and step into the online space, 
the world is open to you. And this came really came home when I was learning about the social media marketing and the ads as well. I'm like, goodness me, I can reach anyone in the world, whoever I want through this medium for really what is a relatively small amount of money. It's just mind blowing what you can do in an online business. It's the scale and the leverage. Like they're two of my favorite words. And when when our clients are coming to us with their concepts for their program, often I'll say, where's the scale? This is a great idea, but how can we deliver it in a way that I know for you, 10 clients seems like a really exciting number right now, and it is, and you'll be grateful for every single one of them. And what are we going to do when you have 100 clients at a time? And they're like, what do you mean? That's what you know, might blows their mind, but it's like, well, we need to set things up so that you can scale. And the other thing too is, it's a very, very business term, but like profit margins. Like I've got friends that have traditional bricks and more businesses, very successful. And when I tell them what our profit margins are, like their jaws drop. They're like, what do you mean? How are you running that level of revenue with, with such low expenses? It's like, cause it's online, you know, we, $20 for a Zoom subscription. Like it's not a huge outlay compared to things like rent and insurances and electricity and all of sorts of things. So with that, I think it, it's exciting because you literally can get started. Well, what's the, what's the, um, the meme you need is Wi-Fi and a dream. And like that literally is all you need to get started online. <laughs> it's true. But I think like you said, it, it brings up a good point that this barrier to entry is so low, you know, anyone can do it. That I think sometimes, like you said, someone might start an online business, maybe not have any background in, that, you know, goes into marketing or running a business or accounting or anything like that and might not even know, like, think about profit margin when they are pricing their services. And it's funny, I had a client that I was working with over the summer and one of her questions for me was, how should I be pricing my services to bring on some subcontractors to help me, you know, do this? And we were talking through the numbers and I had her like step back for a moment and be like, okay, well, if you price it out this way and pay someone this much, you're only bringing home like X amount, which was not a lot of money. And so it's like the number of, and I asked her like, okay, how much would you like to make a month? And so when we did the math, we were like, oh, but I'm not really pricing this out in a way that makes sense for me as a business owner, right? Because then it's like, think about how much you want to make, think about how much money you want to have on hand to invest in marketing like ads or to invest in another program for yourself. That can be a business expense. And sometimes, yeah, like th- those things aren't considered because sometimes it's, you know, you you all of a sudden open up Instagram, start an account, you're like, wow, okay, I have a business, you know, let's go, let's yeah. do this. <laughs> so it can be kind of like a double-edged sword because then that's one thing that I love so much about online business and, you know, the lower barrier to entry means that more people can yeah. be helped. Like you said, like you, more people can, um, you know, feel the impact from what you're here to do. Yeah. When we think about running a business, a lot of the time I find that people are actually really calling it a business but it's a hobby because they're not making money. And when you think about the purpose of a business is actually to make a profit. It's to be in business means to make revenue and actually make a profit because ultimately if your business doesn't make a profit, you'll go out of business. So for a lot of people, if they really look at it and break it down, they could go, oh, yes, I'm running a business, but they work out that they're actually working for less per hour than they would if they got a job at the local McDonald's store or the supermarket, right? right? And so this is another case where that concept of leverage really comes into it because, yeah. you know, I do you do you actually want a successful business or are you happy just, you know, having a hobby on the side? And most people think that they want a business, but they may not necessarily recognize what they're actually doing at the time. And think about how can I actually do that differently going forward? Right. What would I do if I was already that successful business owner? How would I do things differently? And that can be a really important thing to ask yourself, regardless of what type of business you're in. Right. Oh, that's, that is such an interesting way to think about it too, is like actually breaking down, okay, based off how much I'm making, what is my hourly wage? 
And so Kylie, would you recommend, I know you mentioned like asking yourself that question. I think that's great. If someone else finds themselves in that situation, what other um, suggestions or advice or mentorship would you give someone? Well, I, I think in regard to, well, first of all, asking themselves the question, what is it that I really want, right? Because as I said, sometimes we think we want one thing, but the fact that we're not actually stepping into that means that there's a benefit to staying where we are. So what am I getting out of this current situation that's keeping me here, even though I'm saying that I want to be somewhere else? That's that scenario of facing yourself, right? And really seeing of what the truth is underneath that. And then when you talk about the mentorship, I think investing in coaches is so important if you want to grow as a person and as a business and they, they, they go together, right? You can't grow your business if you don't grow as a person. Um, and we often tell our clients this as well, is that you're wanting your clients to invest in you as a coach. Are you also investing in coaching and mentoring in order to up-level your life and your business? Because it's out of integrity to ask someone to do something and pay you money for something that you're not willing to do for yourself. And I personally and Haley and I as a, as a business partnership as well have grown so much through investing in ourselves and in our business through coaching and mentoring. It's really changed so much. And this is a way of leveraging our knowledge, I guess. You know, I remember one time I was kind of like, I look at these people who are so successful in business, who are so very smart, they know all the stuff and, and I'm just limited by my little brain, right? Every, what I can pack into my brain and it doesn't seem like there's enough time or um, capacity to take on more information. And then I was like, you know what, what if I don't have to learn everything myself? What if there's someone else who I can pay to do that job for me? Right? What if there's an, an assistant or a virtual assistant in particular who can come on and do some of those tasks in my business? And what if I can tap into a mastermind or mentors and, and business coaches who know more than I do, who can give me the shortcut to the, to the goods, mm. right? Why reinvent the wheel and try doing things so hard when I can do it the easy way or the easier yeah. way? So I think that would be like my absolute top tip would, would be invest in coaching and mentoring for yourself and for your business because you'll get to where you want to go so much faster. I totally agree. That's yeah. why I've recently introduced personal brand coaching and what I do because it's it's so important and building a brand as I'm sure you two could speak to is, is so much more than just how you look online. It really is embodying your entire self. Mm. And um, Kylie, I loved too, as you you were asking some of those hypothetical questions, your what ifs were building on top of each other towards something really exciting. And I was getting excited for you as you're saying, well, what if this? And what if I could do this? And what if I could do this? And I love that. I think that could even be just like a fun exercise for you to do to like actually get re-inspired and reinvigorated because I think sometimes it's easy to think of those what ifs in the negative light, right? Like, oh, what if this doesn't work? What if I don't make any money? What if I this? What if I that? And it's easy to spiral down into that negative mindset. Yeah. So I love that you kind of flip that on your head, probably unintentionally, but I picked up on that and I was like, oh, that's so cool. And I'm like, what if we all thought of things in that way and, you know, yeah, thought about it in the way that is going to bring us success, right? In the way that our mind is going to help us, you know, move further down that direction. It's the what if up game rather than the what if down game. Yes. <laughs> yes. And we talk about that. Like we say, like make decisions from a place of possibility, right? We we get sometimes when we're in the middle of launch or we'll have someone email and ask about one of our memberships or programs and they'll say, you know, I just want to make sure like what's the return on investment, it's the ROI. And it, I mean, I get it. Like you do want to know if you're investing in something, what, you know, it's again, it's a very business kind of term and you want to know that you're going to get something back. But when it's coaching and mentorship, we often just say, we don't know because that's on you. Like who knows where this journey is going to take you. But all we can say is from our own experience, investing in coaches and programs and mentorships, you're going to get something that is going to be worth far more than 
the monetary amount that you've invested. I remember my very first high ticket coach that I invested in. I was back in my clinic and I was, I had a one-on-one program and it was online and it was very successful, but I wanted more scale and to leverage my time. And I was trying to work out how to go to that group model. I was trying to get my head around it. And I look back now and think, oh my gosh, why did I struggle so much? But when you're in it yourself, you know, you can't see the woods for the trees and I needed somebody else. And this company actually worked with personal trainers and they took helped personal trainers working one-on-one with clients and helped them create a group coaching fitness program and worked with them for 12 months and it was great. But my $12,000 investment, I got my ROI in one minute conversation. And when I said to my coach, I just know what to do. I'm presenting my one-on-one version of my program and my group version. And no matter how much I increase the price of the one-on-one, they just keep buying it. And I really don't want to do that anymore. I want to grow my, my group coaching. What should I do? And my coach said, just stop offering the one-on-one version. They don't know it exists if you don't offer it. Mm-hmm. And I just went, bang. And it seems silly that I paid $12,000 to hear what seems like logical advice, but it was a game changer in my business and it was completely worth that money. I got a lot more out of that program, but really that was the big thing that then completely shifted my mindset and how I was looking at it so that I could move forward in the way that I wanted to. So very grateful for for that investment for sure. That's really where a lot of those aha moments come though, right? Yeah. I even tell some of my clients too, it's like you're trapped inside a water bottle and you really want to read the label on the outside to like know what it is. And all you need someone to, you know, you're you're looking through, it's murky because the water, you can't really read it. And you just need someone on the outside to like pick up the water bottle and be like, oh, this is what the label says. Yeah. (laughs) And for you, you're just like, you know, mind blown. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I guess that's what it is. I've been struggling so hard to figure it out myself. And I think it's just because we're so close to home, right? We don't want to mess up. Mm -hmm. We care so much, right? Especially if we are service-led and heart-centered and here to make an impact. It's like, oh, we want to do this, right? Like, We want to make sure we're doing it right so that we can help other people. And I think another thing too along those lines is just that's where your marketing can really come in to get that message across too. Because I know there are a lot of entrepreneurs out there that are maybe turned off by marketing or really hard hitting sales or just a lack of authenticity. And Mm. I know that's something that, you know, I'm both of you are just marketing experts. And, and I would love to hear from you too. Maybe we pivot the conversation to marketing for a little bit, but share like what you found has been successful for both of you in, you know, marketing your business and growing it so quickly over these past two years to get to the point where you're at now. I think authenticity, which is kind of a bit of a, you know, an overused term, but really for us, the more we show up as ourselves in our business, like even this past email campaign that we did, like the more we just wrote from the heart, you know, said the things that maybe you, oh, don't say that in marketing, someone might take offense or someone might, it's like, you know what, this is just our message. Let's just share what we know they need to know in order to move forward with their business. So really being more ourselves. Um, And, you know, that's what we teach our clients to do with social media. Like people buy from brands and people that they they like, that they feel, you know, um, rapport with and they can sort of like the person in a way. So we really need to show up as ourselves. That's definitely been a big thing that's worked for us. And I think too, when I started this coaching business, it was literally, well, this helped me in my business. And these are the things that I struggled with as a nutritionist naturopath. So surely there's at least another 20 people that probably felt the same as me and had the same struggles. So if I needed this and if I build something that I was looking for, then that might help them. So I, for Kylie and I both being in that health profession, we do understand the struggles they go through. So we certainly we present ourselves as that we're like we get you guys like we're teaching you stuff that we struggled with and we overcame it and now we can show you what has worked for us yeah i think too um sometimes we get stuck in the again these limiting mindset patterns in particular what i see for a lot of clients and it even creeps in with us sometimes still is that perfectionism 
wanting everything to mm. be perfect and in place before you get started. And actually the message is if, if you want your marketing to work, you have to actually do it. You have to get started. And so the more you sit there and try and make everything perfect before you put it out there, the longer you're delaying being able to help people and generate revenue for yourself. So I think it's really important mm. that regardless of what your business is or what the industry is or who you help, is to realize that what you offer is the solution to someone's problem. And they're looking yeah. for you, but if they don't know that you're there and they don't know what you're offering, they can't come and work with you. So it's so important just to actually be out there, putting your message out there, regardless of how imperfect you might judge it to be. Because to someone else, you're speaking those words that they are so desperate to hear. Right. Kylie, how have you developed the confidence to do that? Because I know it can be tough too, especially, I know both of you share your face online on Instagram all the time. You're not afraid to do that. Like, how have you built up the confidence to put yourself out there? Just do it. <laughs> Literally yeah. just do it. It, it. No matter how bad you think it is. Um, and it's interesting because not in the not too distant past, we started doing a lot more video content online. And that was a really interesting journey because we both had some hesitations about doing that and, you know, fears about the judgment and is it good enough? We got into the perfectionism a little bit as well, but we really quickly got better at it, right? It only took a yeah. few short videos before we went, huh, Look at that, we're getting better at it already, right? So sometimes, and in fact, one of my videos is about um, visibility online and the fear of being visible online. And right at the end of the video, it was actually a case of I'm putting on my pants and I'm like, if all else fails, just put on your big girl pants and go out there and just do it. <laughs> because yeah. it is, it's so true. If you just go and do it, despite the fear that you have, then you you discover that it still it lands with people and it and people receive what yeah. you have to offer regardless of how imperfect you think it might be um, and something that yeah. i heard someone say recently that i thought was really good along this topic was um, fear is not a reason to stop fear is not a reason to not do it and i guess it comes back to that old saying of you know feel the fear and do it anyway acknowledge how you're feeling and go okay well What's my goal? My goal is to go and help people and my goal is to create a successful business. So can I do that if I don't go and actually do the thing? Of course I can't. So mm. go do it anyway. Yeah. Right. And just feeling, I think, knowing internally that your success is inevitable, right? Yes. If you're yes. set out to do something, it will happen. You right. might need yeah. to let go of the how or, you know, some of those details. But if you keep putting yourself out there, you're going to get there. You yeah. are. Yes. So for anyone listening, yeah, just honestly remind yourself that because there, yeah. there yeah. can be a lot of up and downs in business and sometimes things don't go the way you expect it to. Um, but I love that, like leaning into that fear a little bit or even just acknowledging it and saying, OK, yeah. you know. I understand where this comes from. Thanks, Brain, for trying to keep me safe here, but I'm right. fine. <laughs> I'm because good. The only, the only way to fail is not to do it. That is yeah. the only way to fail. Yeah. Right. Oh, I love yeah. this. Haley, do you have anything else to add? Yeah, I think as far as um, personally for me with visibility and, and, you know, doing the marketing, even if, you know, I wasn't quite sure how it would be received or if it meant that I had to put myself in a vulnerable position and, you know, and look, trolls on social media, our clients tell us that is when we say, what's the fear? What is it specifically that you're, you know, worried is going to happen? They're like, someone's going to troll me. I'm going to get a negative comment. It's kind of like, yeah, there are some weirdos out there in the middle of the night somewhere on the internet that are not very nice people that are, you know, hurt people, hurt people, like have some compassion. They're probably going through some stuff, but you know, there, there is this big fear, I think with social media around that negative consequence. But I think for me to help myself get over the fear, it's reconnecting with my why going beyond, well, yes, of course, we want to help people in our business. We wouldn't be in a service-based business or business at all if we genuinely didn't want to provide some kind of service and solve a problem for people. I think that that's a given. You kind of have to have that box ticked. 
But what really drives me in times of, oh my gosh, I really don't want to do this. I've got to put those big girl pants on is why I'm doing this, why I left a, a career that was going well in a safe job. And, you know, my friends and some family thought I was crazy all those years ago. The reason I did it is for this, is to have this time freedom, this, again, big income dreams because of my family, because of my two boys and my hubby and, you know, my desire to travel the world and all the things that we want our business to provide for us. So I think if, and we get our clients to do this too, we get them to really spend some time answering the question of, well, what do you want? Why are you being so crazy? Why would you create a business? Why would you put yourself out there on social media for these trolls to potentially say something really nasty? It's because of why, you know, it's this dream. And so if you can connect to that every day and remind yourself, okay, the dream bigger than the fear. I'm going to do these things because I have to, because I am so determined to get here. This is my destination. I think that can really especially when times are tough or you have those moments, that can be really what gives you that confidence to to do it anyway. I love that. That gives me chills <laughs> because it's so, it's so true. It's so true. And I, I, I think that's a, a big mistake or maybe like a, a common mistake that a lot of us go through, especially if we're newer to putting ourselves out there, putting our message out there, or even like a lot of my clients are going through business and brand pivots. So they've been heading down a direction and for whatever reason, either it's not working or it's no longer aligned or fulfilling and they have to, you know, kind of ground themselves and figure out, okay, what do I want this next level to be for me? And put that out there, even if it's not a new business, right? It's it's a new version of their brand. Um, So, so I love that. I think that's so applicable. Um, And on, on the topic of some of these other, you know, misconceptions or mistakes. Has there been anything else that you've seen in the online business world, like any sort of like, yeah, other misconceptions or mistakes that online business owners make, especially those that are trying to market like an online program or service? I think uh, definitely what we see in our space, and it's probably the name across different industries, is marketing the, the modality and the features of a program. So, you know, uh, or, or as opposed to the benefit. So people aren't going to buy 47 videos, 85 workbooks and 78 minutes of coaching calls. Like that is like, oh my God, that's so boring. <laughs> Let me scroll on past. Right. <laughs> you know, so they're leading with, or, or they're leading with uh, book in a nutrition consult. And we say nobody wakes up in a cold sweat in the middle of the night thinking, I just need a nutrition consult. Like that is not what's going <laughs> through their head. Okay. So right. it's about looking at, well, what is the outcome that they want? What is the, you know, the solution that they're looking for? What's the problem they're experiencing? Let's show them the transformation. Let's show them. We have the vehicle to take them from where they are now, stuck in their problem, to transform into whatever that end result, that desired outcome is. We can start with our marketing to really demonstrate. I mean, we, we do online health programs. That's what we help our clients with. There is nothing more transformative than a, a, a health transformation. So talk about that. Don't talk about the nitty gritty details. That comes later when the person leans in and says, oh my goodness, I want what you're selling. How is this going to work? Then you can say, oh, well, you get this and this and this. But we see so often them leading with, yeah, the the the, the things that just aren't going to stand out in the marketing world. Yeah. And I think it piggybacks a little bit off what Haley was saying, but it, it's about meeting your potential client where mm. they're at right now. And a lot of the time that means speaking to them at their level, really recognising what they're currently Mm. going through and using their own language when you're speaking to them as well. Because um, a lot of the time we want to, and this happens when we develop our programs as well as in our marketing, we want to pack everything that we know into, you know, a 160-minute webinar or, you know, we're going to take people through this this 12-week health journey and we want to pack an entire three-year college degree into 12 weeks and teach them everything that they need to know. And it's just so overwhelming for people. And I think that when, when we're in our space and, you know, we're so used to using mm. our jargon and the high-level concepts that we understand as the coach in whatever industry that is, 
and we think that that's what people want to know. And oftentimes it's far simpler than what we realize. We don't need to pack everything into one 60-minute webinar or a 12-week program. We just need to get them that shift and that transformation mm. that they're looking for. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that. That's so interesting. And, and I love that you said meet them where they're at. Because one thing that I've realized too is yeah. sometimes people aren't ready quite yet for what you have to offer. Or maybe your your particular audience, for example, yeah. like if no one's buying something, it's like, okay, well, what do they need to yeah. get to that point? And then maybe that's what you put yes. in your content. You like you help them have those quick wins, right? You help them get there to the point where they're then ready. And so I think that's another great strategy too to when it comes to marketing is think, okay. My audience right now, where are they? Like maybe some more education yep. or small wins or whatever it is, a mindset shift might be needed in order to mm-hmm. get them to be to the point where they're ready to invest in whatever program or support or um, a better word is the transformation, right? That, yeah. that they want. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. And sometimes I think this infiltrates our content a little bit because we'll put our content out there and then people may not respond or not enough people respond according to what we would like. And we feel like that's a failure. And yet what it is, is that they they haven't responded yet. They haven't said mm-hmm. yes yet. And it can be for a variety of reasons. And a lot of the time it is because they, they're not yet ready. And as as a coach and a marketer, part of our job is to help them overcome their objections so that they are at a point where they say yes. And maybe that means they need education, as you said. Maybe it means they need a perspective shift. Maybe it means that they they need to understand the transformation better rather than what they're getting yeah. in the program, for example. So it can be, it's often a messaging situation here where you need to be able to get the right message to the right person yeah. at the right time. And sometimes people don't even know that they have a particular problem, right? They think that they've got one thing going on, but it's actually something else. So that can come in with your your education through your messaging as well. Other times people know they've got the problem, they're actively looking for a solution and they're ready and willing to get their credit card out. They're the easy ones to get over the line, right? But our job as marketers is to is to kind of call in and draw in all of those other people who are on the periphery and get them to the point where they realize I've got this problem and yeah. she's got the solution to it. And that's where I want to be. So it's about bridging that gap between their problem and, and your program, which yeah. is their solution. Right. I love that. And I think another important thing that I would like to add on top of that is, and you know, she is the right person to yes. help me get from A to yes. B. Because I mean, we're in an online world. There are probably dozens, if not hundreds and thousands <laughs> and tens of thousands of people that could potentially be doing the same thing that we're doing or have a similar <laughs> business model or in the same industry or the same type of coach as us or whatever you yeah. have it. And I think that's where the importance of personal brand really comes into it too mm-hmm. and and resonating and it, you, you keep you know, touching upon knowing your ideal client, knowing your audience, you know, being able to speak Mm. to them and with them. And part of that, I think, is building that trust. Like, you know, back to, I believe, um, Haley was saying, being authentic, right, in our our marketing when we show up online. And that's part of building those connections, too, because it it adds another layer on top of just, okay, this, I believe that this program is going to give me this transformation, but a lot of time you need that trust too in yes. there. And I think on the topic of branding, I, I would love to just hear your experiences of, you know, how you integrate both of your own personal brands into your, you know, umbrella of the virtual practitioner. How are you both able to do that? Because it, it's interesting. I, I work with people one-on-one. They're mainly solopreneurs or they're, you know, the face of their company or they want to be, you know, the one go-to person. But it's it's interesting when you have a partnership mm. where you have, you know, yeah. more than one personality that you're trying to convey in a brand. And I'm just curious to hear how that's gone for you. I would love to say right now that we well thought out strategy for how that would happen, but we didn't. Um, and <laughs> right, yeah, right, yeah, and, you know, because I, I think sometimes, sometimes even branding in a bit, it just happens, doesn't it? It just flows 
the way it needs to. Like we'd love to have it replanned out and sometimes we can and we certainly have, but that aspect of the brand, it did just evolve. I feel like we've done it well. I think we're, we could still probably improve on it, but definitely the, the when we got together earlier this year and we did a we knew we, we needed more photos we needed a photo shoot of us together I could no longer use Canva to crop separate images at separate times and spaces <laughs> and different lighting right. and I had to make it look like we we're in the same room like I did an okay job but it you know it wasn't going to cut it so we needed <laughs> we had this we had this um <laughs> we, we knew we needed to up level up and that was the whole brief wasn't it Kylie we wanted we said to um Trish, our photographer, and and my friend Julie, who's um, our official stylist, she's great. Has matched the outfits without being too matchy. So we, you know, there were considerations. Right. Okay, there's two of us. You know, we we want to come across as individuals in our right, which we are in our business. We show up as, you know, our clients call us the dynamic duo. It feels funny, but you know, it's like a superhero kind of term. But so obviously, they're getting that sense of there are two <laughs> of us. We work in unison, right? But, but we ask, you know, we have different areas of expertise. But I think consciously looking at our brand and thinking, right, we do need to up level so that we can come across as yeah, our two of us. We we uplifted our brand in colors. We invested in some website templates that just looked that, you know, it, right. it kind of seems like surface level stuff, but there's that underpinning of how do we want to be perceived as a partnership in the world, but still maintain that we are individuals. And I think the videos that we've been doing as well have really helped Kylie. So sometimes I'll I'll do a reel on my own. Sometimes Kylie will do the reel. We have fun when we do them together. And I, I think that combination of we're together sometimes, but we are our separate experts, but we're under this umbrella of the company. That's kind of what we're aiming for. And hopefully it's working. Right. No, it is. It's just it's just fascinating to me because I personally have never worked with a partnership before. Mm. It's usually just one person. So I yeah, it, it, it's so fascinating to me. And and I will speak to your point too on branding coming organically and naturally. And a lot of times, like especially if you're a more personal brand, like that's how it should be. And oftentimes mm. you have to get to a certain point or have enough learnings or, you know, know exactly, okay, this is who I'm speaking to. These are my core offers or, um, you know, this is what I want to be known as or what my clients are saying that I'm like, and I'm here to elevate that. I'm here to really make sure that I can communicate that in a way that is going to land with the people that I'm here to help, right? I, I believe one of you said visibility earlier on. That's so critical and so important, especially as service-based business mm. owners is, am I visible to those that I need to help, you know, and is what I'm putting out there going to attract them? Is that going to position me as an authority, as, yeah. you know, a leader and a guide for these people? Yeah. Anything else, Kylie, that you would, you know, want to add to the, you know, topic of branding or thinking about, you know, your own brand throughout this? Yeah, um, and I think it comes back a little bit to what you were saying earlier about um, the being the right person to help them through their journey. And in our case, it's two of us. Um, I, I think we we're we're like one person in a lot of ways <laughs> because we do think very similarly, and we often give very much the same advice to our clients. And you know, you can see that in our coaching, where you know, if a question is asked and one of us answers it, guaranteed the other one would have said the exact same thing. And we also have some complementary aspects as well. So like Haley has an amazing eye for design. And so anytime we need something designed, it's like, that's Haley's job. The Canva expert. The Canva expert, right? I love Canva. It's my happy place. <laughs> that's it, right? And see, I can get in and, and geek out on automations and all of that backend kind of stuff that's the, the efficiency of the business. Um, and Haley would go, oh, that's can't even think about that, right? So we have these complementary aspects that come to it as well. But to speak to what you were saying about being the right person and the fact that there are you know hundreds, if not sometimes thousands of other people offering similar programs or, or courses online, and I find that our clients and I'm sure many other people out there in the online world get into this same trap and they go, 
there's so many other people already doing that same thing um, and they're doing it better than I am. They've been around longer than I am. They've got a bigger following than I am. Their, their name is known more than I am. So why would I even start? And I think it's it's exactly that thing that you said about being the right person. This is your uniqueness that you bring to that same topic that someone else or many others are doing. But it's your uniqueness and your personal brand that is you that actually attracts those people to you. Like I can, if I wanted to go and lose weight, for example, I've got an infinite number of coaches I could choose from to lose weight. But when I hear that person speak, something about what they say really lands and resonates with me. And that's why I choose that coach over all of the others. And I think this is Mm. the importance of having that brand and that uniqueness to the offer that you make. And this is the reason why we shouldn't be making generic programs, no matter what the topic. It's why we have to infuse ourselves and our history and our story and our passions into our programs, because that's what makes it unique. Oh, so we tell our clients. Yeah, I was. Um, we tell our clients, you know, we help you package up your expertise into an online program. But when you really listen to the words and what we're really saying is package up your expertise, you get to create a program that is the embodiment and your whole business really is the embodiment of you and your knowledge. And as your own knowledge and expertise grows, you can add to your programs as well. And, you know, nobody, what does Dr. Zeus say? Nobody is more youer than than you, than you. Like it, you. It, yeah. Than you. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it, it And I think too, what Kylie, uh, off the back of what Kylie was saying, it's not just what you're saying, it's the way that you're saying it. You know, we're all essentially saying the same things, you know, we say, because there are- Yeah, there's nothing new out there. there there, In (laughs) health and wellness, there are certain core principles that are never going to shift. You know, they eat well, you've got to exercise, you've got to, you know, reduce your stress. Every single health practitioner- is pretty much saying the same thing. We don't need to say different things. It's just deliver it in your unique way as yourself. And that's going to land with people that are going to resonate with the way that you can really say it. I love that. I love that yeah. so much. Like seriously, as we've been talking, yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, I want to like put this on my wall and like this on a sticky note or write it down and like stick it up because they're such important <laughs> reminders. They they really are and it's so easy to lose sight of those things sometimes yeah. and that's why I think yes. especially like the work that both of you are doing is so much more than just, you know, teaching other health and wellness practitioners how to have an online program. It's really comprehensive. It's really transformational and it, it we've said that word transformation a lot in this conversation. But that's that's really what the focus is. That's really what it's all about, right? It sure is. Right. Yeah. Oh, I feel like yeah. this is probably a good segue into having both of you share a little bit more about what you're up to in your business, the exciting program that you're launching. So share away. Tell us how we can connect with you, what you have going on in your world. So we <laughs> we have just recently launched uh, a brand new membership for health and wellness practitioners and coaches called the Virtual Practitioner Academy. And it is literally everything we have ever created when it comes to trainings and courses and mentorship and done for you, um, marketing materials, everything kind of mushed into one epic membership, uh, priced at an incredible, an incredibly affordable rate because we want we want to help more health and wellness practitioners and coaches to be able to take their businesses online, attract clients online, and have that real impact that. The world needs. I mean, sadly, the world is not really getting any healthier. People and the planet are suffering. And so we really want to be able to 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 take what we know works and what up until now we have only offered to our very high-level mastermind clients and make it available to more practitioners. Uh, we've got 60 members in already. We're about to open the doors again. Perhaps when this episode airs, we'll be right in the middle of that period. But yeah, it's such a great community and it's such a nice um, a nice way to offer what we do to our clients. Super exciting. Right. Oh, that's awesome. And I have to say too, for any of my listeners, because I know I have a few health and wellness coaches in my following, 
definitely look up what they're doing because, I mean, if you can tell from this conversation, <laughs> they're both just so amazing at what they do and you will be in good hands. And I guess to before we wrap things up too, um, I'll include all the links in the show notes. Was there anything else, any other resources or um, like your website, your Instagram that we can send people to? Yeah, so our website is thevirtualpractitioner.com. And we are doing a lot on Instagram at the moment, which I think is still at Haley Stathis. Is that right? It is still at Haley Stathis, or you can search up the virtual practitioner. Um, we hang out there. We put a lot of um, really helpful content on our Instagram as well. Amazing. All right. Before I let you two go, one last request <laughs> that I have is I would love each of you just to share like a final thought, a final tip, a final whatever comes to mind for the audience that you want them to really take away from this conversation. So Kylie, I'll start with you. I think off the back of our conversation about what we're doing in our business right now as well, we have said that we are leading a virtual practitioner revolution. And our motivating goal, as Haley said, was to basically to lift the industry. We recognize that there are so many health and wellness practitioners and coaches who um, haven't been able to achieve for themselves that revenue goal and the lifestyle goals that they want and to be able to impact and help more people. And so we are leading this revolution. And in order to have a revolution, you need to have revolutionaries. So if there's anyone out there who is in this health and wellness space and who has ever dreamed about having this kind of business for themselves, come and join our revolution, march down the streets with us, and we'll help you achieve that for yourself. Oh, I love that. Amazing. Haley, what about you? Any final thoughts? Oh, so many, you know, famous people's quotes are going through my mind and I'm thinking, what can I say that's incredibly profound? Well, what I will say is just start. Don't mm. overthink mm. things. Put yourself out there and share your message. Even if just one person hears it and you may never even know they may not ever even give you back the like or comment on whatever it is that you shared but we are in the business of helping people so just get out there and help people and the revenue and the business and everything else will follow if you just keep showing up every day doing what you're here to do oh the best words to part on thank you both so much for being here on the podcast and sharing your hearts with us and your knowledge and just your energy. It's It's been such a wonderful conversation. I'm so excited to get this out to my listeners and really appreciate both of you for coming on. So thanks so much. Thank you. Thanks, Jesse. Thank you. That concludes today's episode. Thank you again so much for being here, following along and supporting the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and found it insightful or helpful, I would love it if you would give this podcast a five-star rating. I know I say this time and time again, but it really helps get this podcast out there to those that need it most. So if you could just take two seconds to do that, I would really, really appreciate it. And other than that, I've created a new free resource for you that can be found at jesse-christensen.com forward slash magnetic. It is the exact framework I use to help coaches and creatives craft magnetic personal brands that attract their dream clients. I share the exact process in there. That's on my website at jesse-christensen.com forward slash magnetic. And of course, my DMs are always open. My email is always open. I would love to connect with you and help you in any way possible. So like I said, everything is in the show notes for you there. Thank you so much again for being here. I hope you have a lovely week and I will see you in the next episode. Take care.